Hey, Adam. Yeah. You think I'm a funny guy? Like funny looking or funny haha? Are you laughing at me or are you laughing with me? Both. Okay. I'm Adam Ennis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. Coming at you today, sponsored by AnyTune. You know, I don't know about you, Peter, but I've really been enjoying using AnyTune over the past few months, and we've already heard from several listeners that it's uh, a remarkable tool, and it is. It is, yeah. And I, I, I felt like we were almost in danger of, of, of beating a dead horse here until we kept listening I mean, hearing from people that didn't not only didn't know about this app, but didn't even know that this technology was available in the palm of their hands. But I understand that because I remember, you know, not that many years ago, us talking about even with like some engineers, like what would the computer power, you know, be what would make this possible to do this? And they're like, ah, it's a lot of program. It's a lot of power. And the fact that it can do what it can do now just with your phone is truly amazing and, and mind-blowing. But the problem is we have all these mind-blowing things happening all the time, so we don't <laughs> appreciate the little things that are actually a huge thing if you're a serious musician that wants to get better. Um, this is probably the biggest technological game-changing tool that exists at this time. Agreed. Go to yeah. anytune.us slash you'll hear it. Uh, to check it out for yourself. It really is uh, an incredible tool. So. Yeah, and just a little reminder that uh, teachers, all teachers uh, at any level, I believe, um, you can see details at that uh, at the link you just gave, um, but they can get AnyTune Pro Plus for free, which is a super cool thing that the AnyTune folks are doing. So if you are a teacher, um, they they uh, the AnyTune folks realize the transformative power of what it can do uh, in the right hand. So it's very nice of them that they put this, uh, made it available for free. So check that out. Um, and it is Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I gotta, hump day. I got to pay my... It is hump day. Hump day. I got to pay my parking, man. They're, are you going to do that right now? They're vultures out <laughs> they there. They're they're tough. Like, if Big shout out to the St. Louis City Parking <laughs> Department. Not. <laughs> man. Can I, can I... I'll do a rant while you're doing that. Because, yeah, I got some too. Okay. So... Uh, Save me some. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, we love the city of St. Louis and actually um, not, nothing against the parking people in particular. They're, they're actually very fair and efficient. I got nothing, no problem with that. But... They they have these jack leg rule. What we used, I, the the great Johnny Griffin, who I got a chance to be around him, so blessed and and happy for a little while and play with amazing saxophonist. Um, but you know Johnny used the term jack leg a lot, which is an old school term, and I love that he, he never had to define it. I learned it, you know, jack leg. But they have these jack leg rules, like you can park there all day, but you have to renew it every two hours, exactly like you just did at two hours. Yeah, and they will come get you. Yeah, there's a little lurk goes like out. You can minutes. do it by the app, though. That's nice. It is nice, it. but uh, I owe them, I'm in the hole about 40 bucks this month. You yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? It's, it is jack leg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so today we have a speak pipe. Speak pipe. Let's the check speak it out. pike is back on. It's online. Go to youllhear.com and leave us your message. Limited time only, though. Yeah. Hello, Peter and Adam. Adam and Peter. This is uh, Philip from South Mexico, Costa de Oaxaca. And uh, I enjoy so much your podcast for the last few months. months. It's a big help. It's a gem for me. Uh, I'd like to ask you about uh, humor in the music since we uh, make often the analogy with the language and uh, I'm grasping now what that means. And uh, when you start to know language and uh, 
and uh, really well and uh, you get the, the humor of it uh, then you know you are really getting into the fibers in the greens of that language you know and uh, even the music of that language so uh, I know myself like I play in the street clarinet and often people you know ask to be played something so I I like to use humor and uh, it's so many ways I mean it can be very subtle and um, I can give an example like maybe I, I played wrong notes that's an obvious one but uh, people obviously they know it's wrong and I can show my vulnerable side of it and people will laugh about it which is really uh, it's a big release uh, doing that but there is so many ways Dizzy Gillespie was really good at it and uh, uh, so if you have example or feedback, so if it uh, resonates to you, thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you, Philippe. That's a great question. I don't think we've ever even come close to talking about this on the podcast, but it's a legit subject. It is. And yeah. it's, I mean, this is one of our best questions ever, both sure. in the delivery, the beautiful accent. I'm imagining can, as it's cold and raining here, I'm thinking about South Mexico. I was going to say, Oaxaca. can you spell Oaxaca? Uh, Oaxaca. I can bear. I, I wrote it out for met, for, for, phonetically. It starts it, with an X. I'll tell you that much. I figured it might have. Yeah, yeah. They got like Zahuayteneo. They got a lot of X's down there. For sure. Um, they say them differently than us. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Philippe. This is such an interesting and insightful question. And obviously you are a master of language. Uh, the fact that, I mean, you're, you're speaking in English, which I can tell is not your original language. And you, you know, you talk about the greens and the fibers. And I'm not even sure if Spanish is his original <laughs> language though. Philippe, and he I know. has a bit of a French accent. And maybe? then he's got some jazz language going. So it's nice, nice. Um, well, I think, let me just start from the, one of the last things that you said, because I think humor in the music, you mentioned Dizzy Gillespie. Yeah. And did you ever see Dizzy live? Did you get a chance to see him? I did not. Okay. Yeah. They, I would have been right off. Yeah, I was fairly young when he, but I got, but I got I, a chance to see him a couple times. I did see Clark Terry, who mm. also used humor in the music. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but the thing with Dizzy uh, is Dizzy was a really funny human. Yeah. So, you know, and then he was a great musician and a great artist. So the fact that humor came out in an organic way is almost to be expected, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I think that that's we can't all be dizzy uh, as far as humor in the music. And because you're not, you know, that's one in a million just music anyway. And humor is just part of it. Uh, but I think that you will see that, you, you know, the artistry and what's great about jazz music is like what comes out um, is almost directly proportionate, I believe, with the level of like, you know, artistry and ability to execute on your instrument and within the art form mm -hmm. to what, you know, the higher level you get, the more of you comes out. Mm -hmm. So like yesterday, we we're talking about storytelling and all these things. You know, everybody has a story, but not everybody knows how to get it into their tr trumpet or into their piano or, or into a composition or whatever. So the fact that I'm going sans, I'm inspired by Philippe, possibly being a French mall, I'm going sans headphones. No, but, you know, Dizzy, um, I got to be around him just a little bit, but more even just hearing stories from others and, like, seeing pictures and, like, he was just a funny, funny, smart guy. He also was this incredible trumpet player, and, and because maybe to your point yesterday about confidence and courage, mm -hmm. he did not feel like, oh, now I'm playing serious music. I have to act differently. He was himself all the time. That's right. And um, so that came out. That's the way to do it, though, for in sure. an organic way. Be, Just be, be like Dizzy. Be yourself. You'll if, hear it. If you're Miles Davis and you're a very serious person, right. you know, there, there's not like a ton of humor in Miles' no, playing, but he no. was just, that just wasn't him. Right. But folks like Dizzy, Clark Terry was hilarious. Oh, yeah. 
you know, there's a ton of funny, there's a long history of, of yeah. funny musicians in this music for sure. Yeah. There's um, some people in this music right now, they're claiming to be funny that are not, well, we won't get into that. We won't, we'll not get into <laughs> That's that That's not a part of the Next ladies. week, maybe. <laughs> but, you know, I'm thinking about the second show I ever saw. Yeah. It was the first show I saw at Jazz St. Louis here when they moved down to Grand Center, which wow. is right across the alley from where we are now. Yeah. And uh, your boy, Greg Hutchinson, was in this band. And he is... He's funny. Greg is a funny individual yeah. as well. I'm talking about a smart, funny guy. Yeah. And I remember he was trading for us. It was second set towards the end of the night, so the crowd was super loose. It was packed. I, I forget who the headliner was. It might have been Nicholas Payton or someone like that. But Hutch is trading for us, and at one point, and I know you've probably seen him do this before, he just fell into his drum kit. <laughs> like, he just <laughs> fell forward and just... Yeah. <laughs> and the whole place erupted in laughter. Yeah. And that was like a light bulb moment for me, especially then like talking to him a little bit afterwards and hanging and, and yeah. realizing that's just who he is. It's yes. like someone who's kind of, you know, going to clown on you if you yeah. are playing a four that he's not like, you know, feeling or whatever. But like that kind of energy changed the game for me as far as being yourself and, and you know, adding who you are. It doesn't have to be like, All right, we're playing this heavy it art a game music. changer, huh? Never heard you say that before, oh buddy. Gosh, this guy. <laughs> yes. That should be a coupon code. <laughs> Game changer with a hyphen. Um, yeah, I think that, so is there probably an element for all these individuals in humor and the music also of not taking yourself so seriously, like, like what you're talking about with Hutch? Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, really the brilliant point of Philippe's question is that he framed this within the context of of the music is is language which it is yes and I always talk about this with students too like you know when you're doing it right the music contains everything that would it would contain when you're having a great conversation there's cliches there's insightful commentary there's jokes you know there are our size and everything that 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 we use in our spoken language can be applied here and uh, I mean I love especially because the music we play when we improvise with other musicians, you know, we're like, we're having a conversation with them. Yeah. So like, you know, I, I play every Thursday with Bob and Montez Coleman and Montez is a funny dude too. Yeah. And so we uh, sometimes... Is a drummer thing? Yeah. 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 There might be. Drummers are fun to hang out they with. Are. But, you know, Montez and I will have, run, we have running jokes yeah. on the bandstand that happen, you know, on the musical, regular. Musical, musical running right, jokes yeah. that is, are hard to explain. Those are fun. Those are really fun. And then there can be things like cliches and, and satire, all right. within the, the context of playing. Yeah, I, so I'm wondering just as an overall thing with humor in music, if it isn't, not unlike in life, like the right amount of humor is, I mean, they've shown that, you know, laughter can improve your health and, and you know, friendships and all these different kind of things. Like, humor is such a, a, a bridge between people. You know, sometimes even a bridge between cultures. When you find out, I mean, you know, from the very bottom level of, like, a fart sound, a little kid or an adult yeah. <laughs> laughing at that, that's kind of a universal, there's a universe that, univer I mean, we could be funnier than that. Like, we could be funnier so. than that, but that's always funny, too. To, it always know. works. <laughs> it always works, but there's a connection between that. But, like, anything too much, and I think within the context of a solo or, you know, the language of improvised jazz, um, too much humor can be, just like with the conversation, it's got to be the right amount. There has to be the, the meat and the bones, but how do you put it all together? Well, there can definitely be corny humor, and that's, oh, yeah. that's always terrible. There can be a, a corny sense of self-importance. Like, you can be that's corny right. and be trying to be serious, too, right. and that is also... Uh, up for grabs for that could be funny, but that's more laughing at them. Yeah, that's what I'm than saying. Than, than, than so, participating. I mean, it's just like in real life. Like I can, yeah. I can just tell 
pun dad jokes all day. That's right. You know. Oh, I, I know you can. <laughs> but that doesn't you necessarily. You thought we were laughing with comedic you? genius <laughs> level. Do you know what I'm saying? That's right. But also, I think within the music, not not actually exactly the same as with life too. The more we can be ourselves, yeah. the better. Yeah. Although I think. Like uh, I mean, like a comedian, that's where it gets challenging because they have to kind of be funny the whole time. But if you notice, like the really high level comedians, they put in a fair amount of serious stuff oh, yeah, it, in there. I mean, dark, for sure. yeah, yeah, um, and and then all different levels. But then also like great actors that like Robert De Niro is hilarious. He's yeah. not really known as a comedian, right. but whenever he, it's it's even funnier when he throws something in. So like you could have a player like you mentioned Miles Davis. Maybe he's more perceived or or even his style is more serious but then when he puts a little humor in it is funny it's very impactful yeah, yeah. very impactful don't be the hack comedian is the key exactly right? you know like someone who is just does an entire solo full of quoting other tunes it's so desperate and then and maybe unbecoming. throws the lick in and then winks to, uh, to everybody as so he throws unbecoming. the lick in you know what i mean no bueno no yeah. bueno even in oh oh ohaka Oaxaca. Oaxaca. So you're really going with a straight W sign on that X. Oaxaca. Oaxaca. Well, you're hocking up something when you say that. My Mexican accent is, is first of all, my Spanish is atrocious, but any kind <laughs> well, of Mexican flair on it no is bueno. going to be terrible. No bueno yeah, to yeah, your yeah. Mexican accent or mine. Um, well, cool. Well, that was an awesome question. Thank you, Philippe. Now I'm feeling better. We were a little bit fearful about opening, not fear, fearful, but opening the floodgates of the speak pipe. But we're just doing it for a couple of weeks, and now I'm really excited because I remember how many great things that we get from people. Um, and so you can go to youllhear.com for Please, a limited time only and get that speak pipe in there. Um, normally we reserve that just for our premium members, but that's for you. Um, and if you want to become a premium member, I think, are we going to open that back up? No. We close it. We're not? We're closing it for the time But being. we just gave them that cool PDF and the... Oh, we're still going to give our premium members okay. stuff. We're just okay. not, it's just not open okay, for it's enrollment not open currently. For, it's not currently open for enrollment. Yeah. That's funny. No, it's not. See, some things aren't funny. <laughs> that was oh, funny. That whole exchange is funny. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, you know, um, we're big believers in funny things. So we just had all these big sales and stuff, so we're not really promoting anything open studio-wise right now. Can I promote myself a little bit? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, okay. Oh, no, but we do have, I mean, by the time they hear this, the new courses will be out, won't they? Art of yeah, Swing? Yeah, Art of Swing is out, and uh, 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 Hutch's Groove Encyclopedia. Now, we haven't talked about that, but There this is, is some humor in that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Everything Hutch does is kind of funny. I know. Um, kind of funny how you'll never be able to be as good as him. Hello. It's volume one brushes. Uh, Gregory Hutchinson teaches you, like, five essential grooves on the brushes. If you're a drummer, this is, like, a, a, a starting-level course that's very affordable, and it's, like amazing 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 to watch hutch explain these different grooves on the brushes he's truly a master with the he's brushes, a master man. of brushes learn from from kenny washington the man himself yeah. and then also you know there gives uh, up the props to kenny almost oh, too much for sure i mean sure. i'm like you know i know hutch has added just as much i think I know. but he he ends the, the the course with uh five guided practice sessions where you yep. can practice this stuff with hutch himself that alone is worth what it costs, which is not that much. So go check. No, it out. and you remember, I think as I'm recalling, Hutch is so funny. Like when we proposed, you know, because we were like we're getting so much great feedback on the guided practice session, yeah, yeah, GPS. Yeah. And so he was kind of like, "Wait, so after I teach it, they're just going to go practice it, right?" I'm like, "Well, that's it, how we used to do it." It took a minute. It took a minute to explain it. We said, "Now you're going to practice with them," and then, but he was still kind of like, "Okay," he was but, messing with us. He's like, "Do I got to go to all their houses?" Was this like, a no. Skype thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, Hutch. If you ever wanted to practice with Hutch. And we get a lot of messages around here asking for that. Oh, this is for you. And, you know, Greg is such a great 
um, combination of funny and dogmatic. That's what it really is. He's highly dogmatic about the brushes because he really understands the right way to play them. So this is truly foundational. No, this is the right dude to learn this stuff. Yeah, I mean, sure. like, this is really how you're going to get the OG. Like, you, you'll build your own thing, and he talks about that. But, like, this is how you get it the correct way. He is very confident in explaining that to you and, and you know, giving you exact angles and, like, this is how you hold and this is, you know. It's but called, then he's super funny about it, too. I know, too. that's great. I mean, it, it's called Hutch's Groove Encyclopedia, Volume 1, Brushes. Look yeah. for volume two, which we don't know what it is. Sticks, be, maybe? Yeah, maybe stick. No, no, no. Blastics. <laughs> Mallets. <laughs> It'll be some other hutch technique that's uh, strictly hutch. Yeah, and that really came out of like we told him and he agreed because he's like, how am I going to do a whole thing on Brad? We're like, don't worry, you'll do it. And, and he did, so. Awesome. Um, and it's a good one to go back. I've already heard from some advanced drummers that were like, I just wanted to check it out. And they watched the sample lesson and then they were like, oh, no, I need to go back and brush up on some of these techniques. Gosh, see, Speaking of dad jokes, that is not funny. <laughs> that is well. You'll, you'll hear, hear it. it. You'll hear it. Before we go, though, we're going out on a listener tune. This is Mohi Bull by Bombay Bop. Send your tunes you want played at the end of the You'll Hear it podcast to Andrew at OpenStudioNetwork.com. Until next time, you'll hear it.